Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to Money Matters with Mike, with your host, Mike Zeno. Get set for a full hour of financial information and economic news affecting your bottom line. Mike works hard each day to educate Americans like you on how to reach the financial freedom they've worked so hard for. And he can help you, too. So now, let's start the show. Here's Mike Zeno. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's Mike Zeno coming to you live from Fort Mill, South Carolina. Happy Saturday, people. What a great day to be alive in these United States of America. The whole goal of our show is to arm you with information that you can actually use and give you plenty of meat on the bone to chew on each and every single week. And today we are absolutely bringing the heat again. I am super excited on today's show about weathering the economic storm. And once again, I have the distinct honor and privilege of being joined by the one and only Mr. Matt McClure. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Mike. Just, just weathering the storm here, you know, it's as we all kind of have to these days, but I'm doing great. It's been brutal, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely so. And and so we're going to share a lot of great info, I think, today. Really a lot of good, uh, as, as we uh, often say here, meaty stuff, you know, meat on the bone for folks to chew on, and especially in our meat on the bone segment. I know which uh, you always look forward to, and I always look forward to because I learn something each and every week uh, when we do it uh, as well. Um, and we're going to just, we're going to talk about a lot of different things in the show with in going on with inflation, talk a little bit about Social Security and maybe some benefits that people didn't know existed there. Um, mm -hmm. So there's a lot. There's a lot coming up. And um, folks, get get uh, get those listening. Get, get your what was it to get your uh, get your thinking cap on, but get your listening ears on or something like that. I don't know. I'm just I'm trying to come up with a new phrase. I don't know how well it's working, but you know what is working? Uh, that would be uh, Mike Zeno, uh, and and uh, he's going to uh, be giving us a lot of great info today and can give you a free full financial consultation as well. MoneyMattersWithMike.com is the website for you to check out. That's MoneyMattersWithMike.com, or you can give him a call, 704-560-1573. That is 704-560-1573. So as we start off the show, uh, once again, this week, Mike, we've got some important reminders for folks. We are still in AEP. Now, if people aren't familiar with those three letters squished together there, tell them, uh, tell them what AEP is. So AEP stands for the Annual Enrollment Period for Medicare, which started three weeks ago back on October the 15th and will continue through December 7th. So if you have any uh, questions on plans, whether you're just new to Medicare, whether you're considering changing plans, let us know how we can help you with your Medicare needs. Uh, you can either visit our website at moneymatterswithmike.com or give me a call directly at 704-560-1573. Yeah, and it's very, very important and very busy time uh, in the Medicare world. Um, also, we are just a few days away now uh, from a couple of days away from Election Day. Um, it's it's a big one. I know a lot of people have already cast their ballots through things like early voting and in person and all that. It's it's an important one. This is it. This is a biggie on November the 8th. Um, so we're wanting you to get out and, and exercise your right and your your privilege, your honor that it is to be able to go and cast a ballot in this country. 
Yeah, that's that's for sure, folks. I mean, a lot of people out there think, okay, you know what? My vote doesn't matter. And I'm going to argue with you that it absolutely does matter. And, and, and what I'll challenge you to do, instead of just going out and voting and not knowing anything about the candidates for whom you cast the vote, um, make sure that you, you research them, find out what they stand for and, and align them, you know, your vote with who you believe will do the best job. So, you know, that, that's my challenge to all America. If you don't like the way things are currently uh, happening in America and in, in, in the local area that you live here in the Carolinas, then, then your voice has the absolute power to make a change. And that change happens Tuesday, November 8th, next Tuesday. Yeah. So get out and vote. And and it's one of those things where, you know, sometimes it can become too much of a, a you know, popularity contest or, or a, you know, my, I want my team to win, can we treat, uh, you know, uh, politics too much like team sports, you know, that kind of thing. But it really is important and, and very much so on the local level as well. You know, the national and statewide elections obviously often get the most coverage um, and the most, um, you know, hubbub about them. Uh, but local politics is what, and, and that's really the place where your vote really, really matters because, you know, we've seen a lot of these local races, whether it be city council or, or county commission or, you know, some uh, other local office, the mayor, you know, ele- mayoral election, that kind Down of thing. The school board. School board elections, all decided by just a handful of votes in, in a lot of places. So, yeah, you, you can really make a difference. Your family, your friends, your loved ones can as well. So that is it. And if you haven't cast your ballot already, do it on November 8th. And now for some financial wisdom, it's time for the quote of the week. So as always, we like to uh, inject a little wisdom, some some great financial knowledge here with our quote of the week. And this time around, it comes from, you know, we had a couple of quotes last week. We only have one this week. You know, we had we had our sale, the sales over. We had our two for one special. But this week, uh, we, we just have the one. But it's a good one from an unexpected source, I think, kind of like one of ours from last week. Um, but this week comes from Arthur Godfrey. Um, and that's a name that goes way back. You know, I mean, he was he was a showman. He really was a radio, TV broadcaster and entertainer. Uh, who went by the nickname The Old Redhead. And um, so The Old Redhead once said, quote, I am proud to pay taxes in the United States. The only thing is I could be just as proud for half the money. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, that's uh, that's kind of comedic, right? Um, no, nobody likes paying taxes, uh, but it, it is one of those things that is a necessary, call it evil, if, if you will. And on each of the past four shows, We've discussed the first four steps of building a solid financial plan. The first one was you know, setting financial goals. The second one was being able to create and stick to a budget. The third one was, was mitigating risk. Last week, we talked about building wealth. And so today's Meet on the Bone segment, I'm going to talk about the fifth step to building a solid financial plan, which is understanding how taxes affect your retirement dollars. Hungry for something to chew on? Here's some meat on the bone. And before I go any further, the first thing that I want to make crystal clear is that I am not a CPA, I am not a tax attorney, nor should any of what I'm about to say be considered as giving any form of tax advice, but... Okay, you are going to have to pay income tax 
on certain retirement dollars. So number one, your pension, if you're fortunate enough to receive one, and on other withdrawals from any tax-deferred investment, whether that's a traditional IRA, a 401k, a 403b, a thrift savings plan, or any of those similar type retirement plans, as well as on tax-deferred annuities, all in the year that you take the money, okay? Those taxes that are due not only reduce the amount that you have to spend, but those withdrawals can also bump you into a higher marginal tax bracket, okay? You want more bad news? Even your social security is taxed, okay? The good news is that while up to 85% of your social security benefits may be taxed at ordinary income rates, it will never be 100% of, of your social security, okay? And so the tax bracket that you fall into is gonna be determined by your filing status and your taxable income, which is your income minus your deductions, okay? So many of our listeners out there have extra room in their current tax bracket before they are stepped up to the next level, and some may anticipate having more income in retirement than you are currently earning. For listeners in those situations, all right, converting either a part or all of your retirement account over to a Roth IRA or some other form of tax advantage plan, that may be the best option for you to protect yourself from a higher tax burden in the future. And a lot of our listeners may be wondering if they really even require a professional's input. Well, I'll challenge you, okay? Do you really know more than your doctor, your lawyer, or your home contractor, right? When, when you have something wrong medically, you go to a, a professional, a doctor. When you have uh, some kind of legal need, you go to a professional, a lawyer. If you wanted to add an addition onto your house, unless you're a contractor yourself, you're probably going to hire a contractor. So you probably don't know more than those folks, okay? Well, just as you seek all of those professionals for their knowledge, their training, and their expertise, nothing replaces a capable financial professional. And yearly visits should be given, especially in periods of, of market volatility, okay? Your financial professional can identify spending problems, uh, can assist with your bucket list items, and help you shoot for the retirement lifestyle of your dreams. Many also specialize in creating detailed three-dimensional views of your current situation. The only caveat here is that some charge frequent fees for frequent unnecessary trades, or they might try to sell you financial products that you don't need, and it's extremely important to find a financial professional who takes their responsibility seriously, meaning that they'll always put your best interests first and I happen to know a pretty good one, Matt. <laughs> yeah, I know a guy as well, and his name is Mike Zeno. That's uh, he's the host of this show. As a matter of fact, Money Matters with Mike and MoneyMattersWithMike.com is the website, and you can give him a call at seven zero four five six zero one five seven three. And as I always say, because it's true, that rings right on the phone in his very pocket and or sitting on his desk, which is the case at the moment. But uh, there we go. That that is my pitch, which you will hear. A couple more times, I'm sure, over the course of the next, oh, I don't know, 45 minutes or so. <laughs> so, you know, we called, um, you know, the, the title of the show today is like weathering the financial storm. And this sort of next 
topic that we want to cover here it really goes into that on a very personal level for for folks, right? Because things don't always go according to plan. Um, things don't always work out the way that you had hoped. And one of those things, uh, you know, can be a, a relationship or a marriage not lasting uh, for the rest of your life. And that means it ending in divorce, which presents all kinds of problems and difficulties, right? But talk about that there, there are some actual, you know, social security benefits that may be available to folks out there that they might not even know about. So divorce is hard. Um, the process is difficult for many, many reasons. And one of the most talked about is the division of assets, separating everything that the couple own together. And the way that those assets are split up could have a great effect on retirement plans. But a lot of folks don't know that if you're divorced, you still have the opportunity to claim spousal social security benefits. And claiming that benefit could offer a greater supplementary income for somebody who's divorced during retirement. Okay, So Social Security benefits themselves are not divided when a couple divorces. But an ex-spouse can claim spousal benefits through the Social Security Administration. And most couples are not comprised of two equal wage earners. One spouse may have opted out or reduced their time in the workforce uh, during their marriage, whether it was you know taking time off to, to raise children or to, to start a business. And, and that would result in that spouse having a lower uh, earnings record, meaning lower benefits through Social Security. So the divorce, uh, the divorced spousal benefit works if a few things are in place. Number one, your marriage had to have lasted for at least 10 years, okay? Um, number two, you as a couple have to have been divorced for at least two years. Number three, the person claiming the benefits is not currently married at the time of application. And number four is also at least uh, age eligible, meaning they're 62 or older. So the social security benefit for the claiming spouse uh, is is less than the benefit um, from their ex-spouse's earnings history because you're only going to be able to get the, the greater of the two. So if yours is going to be greater, then you're going to take yours. But the last uh, caveat is that the ex-spouse has to also be age eligible, uh, but they do not need to be collecting benefits in order for the former spouse to be eligible to receive a spousal benefit. Does that make sense, Matt? Yeah, totally. And so, And I can see how this would be you know, something that could uh, really be beneficial to a lot of folks. If you had one spouse, as you said, that was a higher wage earner, which most of the time th there is. And if you are the the lower wage earner in that particular situation, uh, you could really uh, benefit from this as long as you meet those those particular requirements there. Um, and uh, all those caveats are met, as you said, it could be more money in your pocket in retirement. It, it could. And so just to kind of recap, an, an ex-spouse who files for divorced spousal benefits would receive benefits based on either their own work record or their ex-spouse's work record. And so you, whichever benefit is greater, right? You can't claim both, okay? And the good thing about that is that claiming benefits on your ex-spouse won't diminish your ex-spouse's benefits when he or she decides to claim it okay in fact the your claim on their benefits is totally confidential 
um, your ex won't even know that you filed a claim. So that's great right there. Yeah, and I can imagine a lot of a lot of people. I'm gonna stick it to them, you know, and and uh, take their benefit instead of mine, and they get mine, and it's lower. No, not how it works. Um, but that's but that's good though. We get we get you get to get a higher benefit yourself, and then they still get to get theirs. And so that's uh, that's how it works. I, I I like that. I see. This is one of those things. I learn. I'm learning something as we speak here because I didn't even know that this was a thing. It, it is a thing. Now you're going to need to, you know, prove certain criteria, right? You're going to need your ex-spouse's social security number. You're going to have to have a proof of your marriage. You're going to have to provide a a final divorce decree to make that claim, and they may even require some additional information. And by no means is this a comprehensive list of all the rules involving social security benefits for divorced spouses. Um, you know, so so if if there is anything that we can help you with on, on that front, we would be absolutely happy to take care of you, uh, especially if you're coming out of a divorce. A divorce can have a profound effect on a person's finances long after they sign those divorce papers. So, you know, a financial professional can help you assess your options and how to fund your retirement. Yeah. Talk about a lot of upheaval uh, in your personal life. You know, there are a lot of emotions that go along with with something like that. I kind of look at it like, you know, I, I mentioned this before back uh, probably a few months ago now on the show. But like uh, when my when my dad passed away it was the last thing that we as a family needed to be thinking about was, oh, how are we going to pay for the funeral? How How is all this going to happen? How is my mom going to be able to make it without my dad's benefits from the VA and from, you know, his Social Security and all that? And a lot of those same things are true when, you know, the other person might not be deceased, uh, but they are uh, no longer with you. Um, you've got the, you got a lot of emotions. You're mourning the loss of that relationship. You're mm-hmm. um, you're mourning the loss of that income. Um, so, so yeah, this is, you know, one of those things that is very difficult to wade through. And so the, the advice of a financial professional really, really needed during this time. And, and as I say, I know a guy, it's uh, it's Mike Sano. <laughs> Money matters with Mike.com. Once again, is the website, folks. Want to know where your hard earned money is going? It's time for an inflation demonstration. Well, yeah, inflation still with us. It is still around. Um, unfortunately, you know, we had some uh, inflation numbers come out for the month of uh, September not too long ago, and it showed still. Uh, the number higher than expected, higher than anybody wants to see it, quite frankly, um, because nobody enjoys paying more <laughs> for for goods and services. And that's what we are. We're, we are suffering through it right now. And in order to combat inflation, um, the, the Federal Reserve usually will do the thing that they have been doing this year. They're, they're raising interest rates to combat inflation. Uh, the most recent increase, not all that long ago, it was You'll hear this term a lot, folks, and and uh, it sounds very, you know, sort of wonkish to say it this way, but um, 75 basis points, that was the most recent increase that just think three quarters of a percent, right? 0.75% um, to the base uh, interest rate, that benchmark interest rate that then other rates are kind of based on. So um, talk more about this, Mike, what, what's led us to where we are right now with inflation? Well, Matt, during the pandemic, we had massive, I mean, massive amounts of stimulus that included $2 trillion that our government just 
printed and placed into our economy. And so we had all of these dollars chasing goods and services, while at the same time, supply chains were all but shut down. Okay, hence the lead of supply and demand have taken the effect and the goods and services are still not being replenished. And so prices have skyrocketed as a result. Yeah. I mean, that, and that's really the bottom line. It, it does go back to, you know, the laws of supply and demand. When you, when you look at the economy um, over these last couple of years, it's, it's been that, right? With the, the beginning of the pandemic, there was like no demand. There was no, everybody was at home. You know, there was, there was literally, literally zero demand except the for world shut down. Yeah. Except for things like, you know, Amazon prime, uh, and, and, and Amazon prime video, Netflix and things like that. People really got into that. Remember tiger King uh, back at the beginning of the pandemic? My gosh. Um, that was, that was what we were doing. You know, we were sitting at home. We were, we were binge watching shows and we were working from there. But the times, of course, have changed now as, as things have picked back up in the economy. So demand is way up, but supply has not been able to at all keep up with the booming demand. So that is the reason we are where we are at, at its most basic sort of level. And, and the Fed is doing this, is raising interest rates to, to try and cool the economy down um, to, in theory, at least get us to a soft landing. Right. And I mean, this is um, where we want to things to equalize uh, once again and and help make sure that people won't borrow as much money. Companies won't expand as much with less access to capital because it's more expensive to get it right if interest rates are higher. Um, and, and we could see the Fed raise interest rates at least another time uh, this calendar year. And then in the months ahead, they um, say that, that there could be more interest rate hikes coming. Yeah, it's almost, I mean, and, and people talk about the coming recession. I'd argue that we're already in a recession. I mean, also the left's attack on oil and gasoline in hopes of reducing carbon emissions is a huge factor. Okay, raising the price of gas affects every single part of our economy. And there are rumors that the Democrats have a goal of $12 per gallon for diesel fuel to discourage the use of that type of fuel. And that's going to dramatically impact how our truckers are able to deliver goods for sale. And then those goods are going to end up having higher prices placed on them. And, you know, we're all in for a clean environment. We all want lower emissions, but there are just simply not enough lithium mines and lithium mining production to produce enough batteries that'll be able to replace all of the combustion engine cars and trucks in the world at this point in time. Yeah. You know, if you are a human being, I feel like you want the, the planet to be clean, right? You know, you want things to be, Absolutely. yeah. And I mean, that, that's a place where we can all agree that the disagreement of course comes in at how you get there. And that's, um, you know, the, whether you want, you know, the, the market to sort of dictate how we get there or you want to force it to in that direction is uh, is sort of the, the thing. And so the question becomes then, as we look at inflation in, in a wider uh, scope, you know, can the U.S. government properly slow down the economy? That's what they've been trying to do through the through regulations, through the Federal Reserve. Um, right. Can you know, can that be done? I don't know. Well, you will on the on the same token, will supply chains recover? Will the left's attack on oil and gas reverse through the elections uh, or a midterm reversal on their mindset occur? Okay. 
are they going to reopen gas pipelines? Um, you know, come next Tuesday, are the Republicans going to retake the House and the Senate in those midterm elections? And will that change current policy? Bottom line, only time will tell. Yeah, that, that's right. Only only time will tell. And that, um, you know, folks, if you get out and vote, you're going to be part of the answer to a lot of those questions there, as we've uh, as we've been saying here in the show. And another question here, Mike, is, that, you know, will the rate hikes by the Fed actually help with supply chain issues? Probably not. Um, no, as a matter of fact, uh, they're not going to improve improve supply chain capacity. Now, here's the, the, the thing. Ideal, like in an ideal world to combat inflation, that's how we would do it on the supply side. You know, if, if we all had a magic wand and we could we could just wave it and supply chain issues not be a thing anymore. That's the better way that you want to, uh, you know, settle this right that you want you want to have that demand stay um, up, but then have the supply come up to really kind of meet it so that you can meet that demand and, and then keep things humming along in the economy. But that's that's not really the tool that the Fed has in its tool belt, right? It's not all right. The supply chain is not fixed with so much supply still needing to ramp up in both the United States and China. All right. For an example, uh, computer chips that help the U.S. car maker trucks uh, that they sell to U.S. consumers are still not back up to the previous levels of production in China. So what we have is, is a significant labor shortage in the United States. And if the United States government and other international governments like China can improve the supply chain issues, then we could fight this inflationary and market downturn in the economy with two hammers instead of one supply and helping the economy not overheat. Yeah. And then, of course, on a very uh, you know individual level, what's the impact on consumers? Well, you know, we're seeing this. Um, Already, of course, we just had uh, a few days ago, the average long-term uh, interest rate on a mortgage was over 7% for the first time in a couple of decades. Unreal. And, yeah, so it was. Um, it, it used to be dirt cheap to uh, get a loan, not, not to buy a house because home prices have been so high, but to get uh, the, uh, the interest was dirt cheap on your loan. Now it's upwards of 7%. Uh, so uh, that's one of the ways that we've really been seeing it impact uh, uh, consumers. Uh, people who are saving you know, might need to shop around, seek different ways to invest. Um, mortgage rates, of course, as I just mentioned, are going up. Uh, continued wild swings in the market. Because one thing that I learned when I, during my time covering Wall Street full-time, I actually did uh, work on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange for a while um, covering uh, the the daily uh, ups and downs of the market is so much of what goes on on Wall Street depends on the expectations of analysts, uh, like what analysts expect and what they speculate is going to happen and what they can, you know, put in their calculator or in their algorithm and all of that uh, fancy stuff. And they can um, say, OK, we think this is going to happen and whether it meets that or whether it exceeds that or goes uh, uh, not quite there, if it does not um, meet those, falls below expectations, that has so much to do with what the markets do each and every day. And, um, you know, it, it's um, <laughs> it's kind of a wild way that the economy uh, happens. 
But keep in mind, too, a couple of things here. The stock market is not the economy. The, the stock market is a thing, but it's not the economy overall, right? So you can use it kind of as a bit of a barometer, but don't don't let it freak you out because there will be wild swings. Um, and, and you know, the, the other thing is that, um, you know, it's it's a it's going to be a difficult time here probably for a while as the Fed keeps raising interest rates, but don't let that scare you out of your financial plan. I think if you have a solid one, you right. can stick with that, right? Yeah, that and 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 I do believe that it's going to get worse before it gets better. I'm I'm looking at it, you know, probably into the uh, second quarter of next year before things really kind of turn around. So the question then becomes, what can you do? as a saver, as an investor, as a pre-retiree or somebody who's already retired, okay? Well, the number one thing you should do is talk with a licensed financial professional to properly allocate your dollars so that you are protected and even have the ability to grow your money during this difficult time. The last thing that you want to do is go to straight cash in your investment accounts because that could result in what we call a melting ice cube situation where your money won't only not keep up with inflation and you lose that buying power. And, and now is not the time to put your hard-earned money and your hard-saved money under the mattress, okay? So we, in, in our industry, we can help you reduce that volatility uh, of your portfolio um, and, and we can talk about different allocation strategies and ways to rebalance um, your, your portfolio so that, you know, we actually have a strategy. We're not just not just trying to hang in there as, as part of the strategy. Right. Because hang in there is, is not a strategy. Right. At all. Reminds me of that old. Uh, what was it? The poster with the kitten hanging on to the end of the rope right. or something. You know, it's like, oh, hang in there. But, yeah, that's not a, that's absolutely not a good uh, financial strategy at all. Um, you know, probably 30 years ago, it was a cute poster to have on your wall. But that's about it uh, <laughs> when, when it comes to your your finances. But, yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we're going to continue to see these interest rates increase and, and um, a lower supply of capital in the marketplace. You talk about supply and demand. The supply of, of capital in the marketplace is uh, one way that that they can really um, affect the supply side of anything there, and that's what um, what they're doing. What are some things here, though, Mike, that people who are saving or investing or um, you know putting putting aside funds for their retirement? What are some things that they can do to combat inflation? You know, we've talked about how the, how the Fed is trying to combat combat inflation with the tools that they have. What can people on a very, you know, again, personal and individual level do to help themselves? Yeah, I think the number one thing to do would be to try to pay down debt, right? Um, number two, you want to reallocate your investments, not just for a market bounce back, okay, recovery, but, but also for income and then smart risk growth, okay? You could get more tax efficient so that you're able to avoid potential future tax rate hikes, okay, by moving some of your money over into Roth IRAs, um, you can make Roth IRA contributions and investments into cash value life insurance plans. I mean, if you're looking to pay down debt, the one way and method that I would recommend is a snowball method where you're tackling the highest interest rate cards first and then pay down the next highest interest rate after the first card is paid off and so on and so on. 
Uh, you can take advantage of 0% interest rates that a lot of credit card companies offer and pay the ones with the higher interest rates down much faster by transferring those balances, okay, because you're not having interest for the set amount of time, whether it's 12 months or 18 months. A lot of credit card companies offer that 0% interest. You'll have to pay probably a, a 3% transfer fee, but that that's far and away above having to pay the interest for all those months on your balance. So um, get a plan now. Reallocate with a licensed financial professional who is going to place your needs above his or her own. That's, that's what I could tell you to do right now. Because again, you talked about uh, being a lower supply of capital in the marketplace. And that's just simply because the Fed is going to buy back fewer of those U.S. Treasury bonds. And many folks don't realize that one of the largest purchasers of U.S. government debt is the U.S. government itself as they finance U.S. government deficits and ongoing debt service, right? So, I mean, where do you turn you must have a plan. And if you're not capable of generating one yourself, again, I happen to know a pretty good licensed professional who is. Yeah. If you're, if you're kind of doing like that and, and I won't even say robbing Peter to pay Paul, but Rob robbing Peter to pay Peter, um, <laughs> you need to talk to Mike Zeno and do, uh, do this, go to moneymattersmike.com. That's the website for the show. Uh, you can reach out the contact us page is there and it, with all the information and, and you can just fill out a, a simple form and he'll get back to you. Once again, it's moneymattersmike.com or give him a call 704-560-1573. That's 704-560-1573. Now, Mike, we, we just talked about a lot about inflation. We talked a lot about, um, you know, what different people might experience due to inflation. Um, people's financial situations are all different, though, you know, and, and so it's not nothing that we ever talk about here on the show is a one size fits all solution. There's no one size fits all problem for people. There are things that have an effect on all of us, but maybe more or less depending on our own personal situation. So who is a person who might need to pick up that phone to take action, to give you a call or to go to the website and reach out, um, who who might be or what might be some examples of, of people or situations where they would need to do that? Well, I, I mean, that's a great question, Matt. So you out there in listener land, if you're somebody who needs a higher return on your money than what is currently offered by your bank, you should pick up the phone and call me. Um, people who are considering moving an existing IRA, an existing 401k, 403b, thrift savings plan, lump sum pension plan, or Roth IRA. If you have one of those and you're considering moving it, um, you should definitely pick up the phone and call me, all right, because we have lots of different options for you. And then people who have received inheritance proceeds, um, money from the sale of a property or any other lump sum payment um, maybe you got some death benefit from a life insurance plan and, and, and you want to invest that money, you should definitely pick up the phone and call me because it's not good enough today just to be a good earner and a good saver. You absolutely have to have a plan. For an example, if you have a million dollars sitting in an IRA, you could have a tax problem in retirement. Well, guess what? We have uh, you know different solutions and strategies that'll help you solve those issues completely. 
So pick up the phone, give me a call. I promise we'll get down to something that you have 100% confidence in. And without it, I won't, I won't tell you to do it. All right. I tell people, in fact, if you have 1% doubt in the plan that I put forward, don't do it because I don't want you waking up at two o'clock in the morning going, oh my God, what I do with my life savings. You don't need that headache. And guess what? I sleep very well at night because my goal is just to put you in a better situation than when I found you. So yeah. if that sounds like something that that you might be interested in, 704-560-1573 is my direct line. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it is his uh, direct line. I I'm, will say, you know, it's... um the the best thing in the world to you know hear some someone say oh i what i want to do is is help you you know and that's not only the goal of uh what you do each and every day it's also the goal of this show every week we want to help educate the listeners and and help um make them uh help you know feel help make them feel like they understand their financial situation a little bit better help them understand the financial world a little bit better leave them better than we found them right so that's uh that's the goal as i say not only of of what you do every day in in your line of work but here on uh, on the air on the podcast as well that's uh that's what we like to do each and every time here on money matters with mike so you, we've talked a lot mike about taxes and about inflation and of course the two things many times uh, will go hand in hand because, um, you know, inflation, things cost more. The, the wages have been going up, too. They haven't been keeping up with inflation, of course, um, but uh, they, they have been going up as well. So a lot of people might say, oh, my gosh, is my increase in my income, is that going to throw me into a higher tax bracket? Well, there could be some good news uh, coming your way. So let, let's I'm just going to sort of leave it there. I'm going to play this piece that I have worked on for the show um, talking about that very thing and about what the IRS has now done for 2023 that could be a help to you um, as far as that goes. It's an inflation adjustment of sorts, and we'll talk about it coming up on the other side. Could a recent IRS change actually save you money on next year's taxes? I'm Matt McClure with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife. When you think of the Internal Revenue Service, your mind may very well recall the sting of forking over your money to Uncle Sam or the hassle of preparing your taxes. A recent study by the American Action Forum estimated Americans spent more than $190 billion, that's billion with a B, on tax preparation in 2021. Plus, many economists predict the federal government will have to raise taxes in the future to pay off the national debt. But there's one change the tax man is making for 2023 that could actually mean you'll owe less in taxes next year. How much you save will be relative to your personal situation, so it's not going to be the same for every household, but certainly uh, it could have a nice little savings come tax time. Andrew Pelos with Pelos Accounting and Consulting recently told Atlanta News First the IRS typically makes annual adjustments to income tax brackets, but this year they're bigger than usual due to, you guessed it, inflation. Some people will see a savings of perhaps $1,000 for during tax time on their tax return. Uh, others might see a little bit more. Certainly the brackets have changed. So uh, the those who are in higher brackets would probably see more savings than those who are in lower brackets. But across the board, everyone's going to see some kind of savings. In short, all tax brackets are going up by about 7% for 2023. That means you can make more money and be in a lower tax bracket than you would be this year. 
The standard deduction is also going up to the tune of a $900 increase for single filers and $1,800 for married couples filing jointly. I mean, look, it's beneficial for everyone, right? At the end of the day, we're all looking to save money and keep more money in our pockets. And in a time like this where groceries are more expensive, fuel prices are, are at record prices, every little bit helps. Keep in mind, though, that these adjustments are for money you earn next year in 2023. So you won't actually see the results until you file your taxes in early 2024. So, could you benefit from the IRS's new tax brackets? That's a key question to consider as you plan your financial future. With the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Matt McClure. So, overall, Mike, about a 7% uh, increase there in the different um, income thresholds for the different tax brackets. Of course, as as we mentioned, those percentages are staying the same, the 10%, 12%, 22 24 and so on and so forth are all staying the same. But the good news there is, you could make a little bit more money and not find yourself in a higher tax bracket. Yeah, and I, and I think if you refer back to last week's show, so if you missed that show, definitely go back and listen to it because we talked it, you know, about this topic uh, a lot last week. But you can actually capitalize on that, especially if you have money that are in traditional IRAs, tax-deferred retirement-type plans, by converting some of that money over now uh, into a Roth. Go ahead and pay the taxes at a known rate without risking that those rates are increased in the future. And, and in fact, I talked about it earlier this show, just, just going up to the threshold to where you're not going to be elevated into the next highest tax bracket. But I think that would just be a, a smart plan for those of you who have the ability to do so with funds in tax deferred accounts. Yeah, definitely so. Well, uh, that is a look at the IRS tax brackets for 2023 now. I, and I should mention here the one caveat, it, they are the 2023 tax brackets. So when tax season comes at the beginning of 2023, you're doing your taxes for 2022. So it won't really be, you know, until you do your taxes for 2023, which is when, yep, the beginning of 2024, that you'll feel the impact of that in a, in a very real way. Um, so yeah, that, that, but just for awareness sake, know that that is coming. It's time for this week's Problem Solver. And as part of our discussion on inflation and weathering the economic storm uh, on this week's show, Money Matters with Mike, we are talking about, in our problem solver, how can I minimize the impact of inflation on my retirement? It's affecting us all. People who have a plan in place, um, hopefully have had a plan just in case, uh, you know, inflation rears its ugly head, which it now has. Um, but let's uh, talk about that, Mike. How can folks minimize the impact of inflation on their retirement? Uh, the first thing I would tell folks to do, if as long as they still have at least 10 years or so before retirement is to stay invested, okay? What is the right amount of risk for you? Is there a certain thing as, as smart risk? Well, stocks in general have historically performed well during times of inflation. Not to say they're doing so this year, but even though the markets have touched near bear market territory this year, I mean, they, they have touched bear market territory this year, it can be seen as an opportunity for a longer term investor. Okay, so cutting off your retirement and savings contributions for any period of time is likely to have an extremely negative, catastrophic effect decades 
from now. Okay, and so a lot of people have been, you know, going to cash. And while those cash piles can provide a, a psychological comfort for you during those down markets, runaway inflation will quickly, very quickly erode your long-term purchasing power if you're only earning less than 1% interest in, in, in a bank account, or God forbid you actually do stick money under the mattress or in a safe in your in your uh in your closet. So once you have a solid emergency fund, you should definitely consider maximizing contributions in what we call a smart risk strategy. The next thing that you could do would be to reduce the risk, the market risk, whether it's systematic risk or unsystematic risk that is associated with investing in bonds. Bonds have had their worst year this year in decades, okay? Well, we happen to have a product that is replacing bonds almost as an asset class of its own called a fixed indexed annuity, whereby from a safe money uh, strategy standpoint, you can place your money into this type of product and only participate in market-linked gains without any of the downside risk of actually being invested in the market. And so in retirement, you have to think income over assets. You have to have a plan that focuses on generating the income you need to live comfortably during retirement and to be able to enjoy the life that you worked so hard to build for yourselves. Yeah, and you know, you were talking about um, you know th those different strategies to help sort of weather this weather this storm. Um, and a as you were talking there, I was actually um, it made me curious to look up because a lot of people are in um, you know bank bank CDs. A lot of people have uh, a bank uh, CD uh, as an investment vehicle, right? These uh, these yep. days, and and historically, those have been very very popular. Well. Um, Interest rates on those bank CDs, uh, that, so the um, the annual percentage yield, the APY, as they call it, it's been it's been kind of pitiful, um, and and so a lot of folks have been taking maybe what was in a in a bank CD, and doing something else with that, maybe like a what we call a MIGA uh, is mm -hmm. a good alternative for it, and yeah, and those multi year guaranteed annuity, yeah, and and the and so like the bank CD rates, you know, I'm looking at the average right now, at least according to bankrate.com, uh, between like two and 3%, something like that on an annual basis. But we've seen these MIGA rates wow. several, several percentage points higher than that um, recently. And they've been going up and up and up um, as the Fed raises the, the benchmark interest rate. Yeah. So that's, that's the good news that when the, the, the Fed raises their benchmark interest rate, all right, which does, you know, try to quell the, the inflationary uh, atmosphere that we have in the United States. Well, it, it, one of the benefits of that is that these insurance companies are also raising the rates of return on their multi-year guaranteed annuities. So whether you have uh, money that's set aside for three years or five years from now, heck, you can you can guarantee um, over a five percent return for that money. Way better than sticking your money in in, in a bank CD for sure. Yeah, def definitely so. So that's that's a way you can you can beat the bank CD rates there, uh, as we uh, as we like to say here on the show. So of course, if that is uh, something that sounds like you might want to learn more, folks. Again, moneymatterswithmike.com is the website. Reach out and you can get a free full financial consultation. And now you know we we talked a little bit earlier in the show, Mike, about who might want to uh, reach out to you. Mm -hmm. So if they decide that they that is something that they want to do. 
Talk about the full consultation. What, what's the sort of initial contact like? And then what does the full consultation itself entail? Yeah. So the initial conversation that we're going to have is going to be, you know, maybe a 15 minute uh, introductory call. I'll, I'll ask you some, ge- you know, generic questions. I'll tell you a little bit about myself, my philosophies, and, and you know, the fact that I am a safe money strategist. Um, I exist to help protect people's money and make sure that they don't run out of it uh, when they're going to need it the most, and that's in retirement. So during our, our comprehensive consultation, by the way, at no cost for our listeners uh, and no obligation either. In other words, you're only going to work with me if if you know it makes sense for you and if I can do better for you. But I'll help you analyze your specific situation because everybody is unique and there is no one size fits all. And I'm going to help you discover things like how much you're paying in fees, okay? Help you cut unnecessary costs that you may be paying inside of your IRAs, your 401ks, or any of your other savings uh, retirement accounts, okay? If you currently have annuities. Uh, last week, we, we had a, a, a phenomenal story about a couple in their 80s that we were able to double their income that they were receiving from an existing annuity. So if you already have an annuity that's several years old, um, we absolutely can do better for you in most situations, okay? Um, if you're somebody who is divorced, okay, we talked about the, the spousal benefits for Social Security, and you want some guidance through that, we can help you. Um, if you're married, or if you're single, or if you're widowed, and you have questions about Social Security, we can help you. If you have Medicare questions, because we're in the annual enrollment period right now, and you're thinking about joining Medicare or switching plans, it can be extremely confusing. Guess what? We can help you. So bottom line is, is that we're going to compare your current situation, whatever that might be, to what's possible if you come and work with Mike Zano. And if you haven't heard from your advisor lately, if you have one, um, please reach out to me, get a second opinion. I want to help you reach your financial freedom goals. And if you feel today like you have learned anything, anything whatsoever, please give me a call. I would love to help answer any of the questions about your unique situation. And that number, folks, 704-560-1573. That's 704-560-1573. Or go to the website, moneymatterswithmike.com. So I've got to say, you know, the one person who you do want to be a partner in your retirement plan, as I just said, is Mike Zeno. And uh, just gave you the contact information there so you can get in touch with him. The, another, uh, another party that you do not want to be a party to your retirement is the IRS. Yes. And so we're going to give you some advice on how to, how to kick them out. Right, Mike? Yeah, we want to we want to absolutely kick the IRS out of your retirement plan. And we've talked a lot about taxes today and understanding how they can uh, affect your retirement dollar bottom line. OK, well, my simple question to our listeners is, do you think taxes are going up or going down in the future? And Matt, I have never not one time have I heard anybody say, Mike, I think that taxes are going down in the future. OK. <laughs> Most people believe that taxes are going to be higher, infinitely higher. So you may want to consider a strategy that completely eradicates the IRS uh, from being a partner in your retirement. So reducing future tax rate hike risk 
uh, by implementing Roth conversions that we've already talked about so far on today's show. Um, because bottom line is smart retirees are going to diversify their money into different tax buckets, okay? And there are three types of investment accounts. Obviously, you have your taxable accounts, like brokerage accounts. If you have a, an investment account with Edward Jones, Raymond James, or any of those folks, if you have a bank CD, all of that is taxable. Then you have your de tax deferred type accounts. Those are your uh, employer-sponsored plans, your 401ks, 403bs, thrift savings plans. If you're self-employed, you can have a, a, a SEP, okay? Uh, if you have annuities that you've rolled other old IRAs or 401ks into, you know, those are going to also be tax deferred. And then the third bucket would be the tax-free bucket, the best kind of bucket in retirement, tax-free, okay? Those are your Roth IRAs. Those are life insurance policies. And believe it or not, those are the only tax-free investments, the only two that are available in America today. So my question to our audience is, you know, are you somebody that is interested in generating tax-free income during what could be a 30 to 40 year plus retirement? If so, we have proven legal strategies to help you do just that. Bottom line is here, the market is down this year, so now is an absolutely opportune time to convert tax-deferred IRA funds over into a Roth IRA. Because why would you uh, continue, rather, why would you continue to pay ordinary income taxes decades after you've stopped working? That doesn't make much sense to me, does it? Do you, Matt? <laughs> Not a whole heck of a lot. No, I, you know, you work all those all those years, you get the, your taxes taken out. You think, okay, well, I've I've paid my fair share, and uh, you, you know what? Yeah, that that can actually be the case because there are ways to generate tax free income in retirement, as you said. And and uh, in the last, we've got about five minutes or so here left, Mike. But I just wanted to ask, in in the last few minutes. The, we talked about Roth IRAs and life insurance. You mentioned those two things there and life insurance as a potential source of um, tax-free income in, in retirement. Talk about Index Universal Life uh, for a second and what that particular type of life policy is. Because I think, um, and this is, I don't think we've talked about this in a while on the show, but I think people think that, I think people think that um, life insurance is their dad's or granddad's or great granddad's life insurance policy that was, you know, they paid however much a month in the premium. And then when the uh, parent or grandparent or great grandparent died, then it paid out a lump sum in a, in a death benefit. And that was it. Uh, yeah. But there's a lot more to something like uh, Index Universal yeah. Life. This isn't your grandparents' life insurance policy, okay? <laughs> and, and unfortunately, a lot of people think of life insurance as, as, as a necessary evil, right? It's a bill that they have to pay. But there is a specific type. It's a more advanced type of life insurance that's called the Index Universal Life. And if you go back, I, in fact, I challenge you, to go to YouTube, go to our Money Matters with Mike YouTube channel, okay? Two weeks ago, we actually compared the Roth IRA to what Forbes called the rich person's Roth. And what they were referring to was the IUL, or Indexed Universal Life Insurance Policy. And the reason that they called it that 
is because it basically eliminates all of the restrictions and the age 59 and a half rule and, and the market risk that you take and what you can spend your money on and when you can spend your money. It takes all of those rules and restrictions and throws them out the window and gives you complete autonomy on how much you want to generate from a tax-free income standpoint by how much you're willing to put into the plan on the upfront side. And guess what? You're able to become your own bank and you're borrowing from yourself. Meanwhile, the growth is never interrupted. So again, if you did not see uh, the visual, which is on our YouTube channel at moneymatterswithmike.com, okay? Just click the little YouTube uh, link at the top of the page. I, I challenge you because that's a great, great segment. And when you have a, a magazine like Forbes, you know, calling it the rich person's Roth, and, and and you don't have to be rich to participate in one of these. Okay, that, that that's one of the biggest misnomers out there. Then you might want to take heed and and take a much much closer look at at the IUL as as a potential to generate tax free uh, income in retirement. Yeah, and, and I would encourage folks to go and take a look at the website and and the YouTube page as well. And as you say moneymatterswithmike.com, click on the YouTube icon and it'll take you there uh, because then you can actually, you can see the visual. There's a great chart uh, that, that you have there that gives you the vis visual representation comparing uh, the the two things. And so it's, um, yeah, absolutely uh, a great thing for folks to do, learn more about that because it could be an, a good option for you. And then of course, what you want to do after you do that, you learn more about it is you want to contact Mike Zeno. Moneymatterswithmike.com once again is the website, or you can call him at 704-560-1573. That is 704-560-1573. Well, Mike, our, our time is just about come and gone here, but um, I've enjoyed it once again. So we got a lot of great stuff in, uh, in on the show this week and a lot of great information really covering many, many different um, topics and scenarios for people that they might find themselves in. So hopefully out there in listener land, we have uh, helped you um, and and given you some some ideas, maybe sparked something in your mind that will help you, um, you know, take that next step in your planning for the future. So I've had a great time. I've learned a lot. And uh, I thank you for for teaching me a lot, Mike. <laughs> Matt, I always uh, enjoy you co-hosting this. I mean, you are the producer extraordinaire. You're the guy that makes me look good on these things, right? <laughs> I so, try. You know, folks out there in listener land, if, if you don't have a formal retirement plan, uh, pick up the phone and give me a call. If, if, if you don't understand the risk that you're taking with your investments, pick up the phone and give me a call. If if you don't understand how, you know, healthcare and whether or not you should pay your house off or what an expense ratio is, if you don't understand those things, pick up the phone and give me a call. Let me walk you through each and every one of those situations. Um, I appreciate you out there. It, without you, we don't have a show. I hope you have a phenomenal Saturday and rest of the weekend. And as always, make it a great day. Thanks for listening to Money Matters with Mike. You deserve to work with a financial and insurance expert who can offer strategies for protecting and growing your hard-earned money. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation, visit moneymatterswithmike.com or pick up the phone and call 704-560-1573. That's 704-560-1573.
Not affiliated with the United States government, Mike Zeno does not offer tax, legal, or investment advice. Consult with your tax advisor or attorney regarding specific situations. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice. These opinions are not intended as investment advice, nor do they predict future performance of any product. All information provided is believed to be from reliable sources. However, we make no representation or warranty as to the accuracy of any statement. This information is intended to be educational in nature and does not provide a guarantee or a specific result. All copyrights and trademarks are the property of the respective owners. AmeriLife assumes no responsibility or liability for the content of this message. The information contained herein is provided on an as-is basis with no guarantees of completeness, accuracy, usefulness, timeliness, or the results obtained from the use of this information.